on. It's CVV, Chris Van Vliet, and you are checking out the Three Count Podcast. Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. Now I know what y'all like. Hit him with a three count. On the top rope. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the dawn of pro wrestling and the host of the Three Count Podcast Debate Show, Chaz Evans. And you're checking out the debate show here always with my partner, the guy who I'm going to debate today. He's the only one here. So it's guess what? It's going to be an awesome show. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the red dog of red dogs. He is the landlord of the dog pound. He's the man that runs the show because, quite frankly, I really don't do much. All right. He is the red dog, Cliff Miller. Yes, me, the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done, and your friendly neighborhood red dog, also the champion of Chit Chat and the Donnie Wahlberg of the Three Count Podcast. That's awesome. All right. We were off last week because of uh, the national uh, wrestling holiday that is uh, WrestleMania weekend. So we uh, had to observe the holiday. So we took off. We are back. We're going to talk a bunch of WrestleMania today. And we're going to talk uh, We're gonna talk a lot of wrestling. So with that being said, let's get through some intro and some announcements. So if you have not already done so, go buy yourself a shirt. Okay. You see it up there behind uh, my boy Red Dog, yeah, you got two of our shirts. You got the OG crew shirt, and you got our three-count logo shirt. Go buy that shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash three-count pod. If you have not already done so, make sure you follow us on all of your favorite social media, as you see below us, whether it's on Twitter at three-count underscore pod, Instagram, TikTok, three-count pod, Facebook, three-count podcast. Give us a like over there. Share with your friends. Also, for all of our podcast listeners, make sure you give us a five-star frog splash review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a like, share with all of your friends. And for our live viewers right now on YouTube, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, and wherever the heck else we're alive. Oh, Facebook, we're live everywhere. If you're on YouTube and Twitch, make sure you subscribe to our channels, okay? So you always uh, get notified when we go live. So, Cliff, before we get started on our debate, let's uh, let's go see what's in the works for uh, now entering the ring. All right. Well, this episode of the Three Count Podcast Debate Show is not by Mountain Dew. They are not sponsoring this. So uh, if you guys see the new Spark flavor, uh, they are not sponsoring this. They are not paying us for this. So we're just out here, you know, just drinking this on there. So if you guys need to, have a spark in you. Anyway, now entering the ring, we do have two episodes coming in. Um, but let's talk about the last two episodes that we had out. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, uh, O'Shea Edwards uh, was on the show. Yeah, as, yeah. Well, as well as Killian McMurphy. So we had both of them on. It was a great time. We had a lot of fun with both those guys. This week, you're going to be getting Jason Heat, uh, commentator, uh, promoter, you know, the, the works. Like, he's just an incredible person to talk with. And then we got to talk about the next person coming in on Thursday. Let's be upfront. Let's be honest. It's going to be Eel O'Neal. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. We had such a great conversation and really just has a mind for the business that really can elevate anybody's game. So tune in, check it out. It's going to be a great time. So. 
I've been I've been fortunate to be in a couple of locker rooms with Eel and just, you know, like when he speaks, <laughs> I, I I for sure listen. So uh definitely go <laughs> check that one out. We're gonna switch things up a bit. We're gonna get right into our debate topics, okay? I know usually we get match of the week, and but we're gonna we're gonna try something different. So first debate topic, all right. WrestleMania has came and it has gone. Uh, for over the past couple of years, we have uh, had two nights of WrestleMania. Uh, this will be this is now the third year. Um, this is now the third year. It, they have done two nights, and the topic uh, or the conversation that has been brought within the uh, wrestling community is whether or not WrestleMania should go back to being one night. So that's our topic. Should WrestleMania go back to one night? Go ahead, Cliff. You can start this one. No, I definitely like the two-night aspect of it, especially when, uh, you know, Wrestle Kingdom is doing their thing, and they're on two nights uh, for New Japan. If you guys don't know what Wrestle Kingdom is, there you go. Uh, I definitely like the aspect of having uh, two nights. It gives more matches, plus it gives more people opportunities to be on both or on WrestleMania, and I think that's important because they get to be on a bigger platform, more people get to see them, plus there's a larger crowd. So I feel like that. I, I like I like the two night aspect of it and uh you know now I would just tell people like like yeah we need we need two nights of all of this. Okay. Uh I disagree. I, I think it should go back to one night. Uh I really do. Uh we gotta growing up when WrestleMania was always it was like the Super Bowl, right? And we always like to say WrestleMania is, is wrestling Super Bowl, it's it's the granddaddy of them all. It's like kind of like it's the it's the end of the season even though you know wrestling doesn't have seasons you know it's kind of always from all right the monday after wrestlemania all the way to wrestlemania next year boom that's whatever you know a season so i think wrestlemania should only be one night for the simple fact that not everybody should not everybody can be on wrestlemania clearly even with two nights we see that they're they're they're, they did not have the andre the giant battle uh royal on wrestlemania it was on SmackDown, the Intercontinental and the U.S. title belts were not defended on WrestleMania. They were on what? The weekly shows that we get for free every week. Um, WrestleMania, it, it, and it, I feel like it's 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 more of a cop out for two nights because it's like talent. You used to know that talent used to work hard all year long because hey, want to get a shot at WrestleMania, get a spot, get a spot, get a spot. Now we're doing two nights. If we look at a WrestleMania car, we look what one night is normally what five matches, maybe six, six, seven matches. We'll be looking at roughly about oh, for one night. If we do another night, add up double that, we're looking at 14 matches. And whereas half of those people probably wouldn't even be on the card, it just your more important matches, the people that deserve that spot, go on WrestleMania one night. Because and also like I had a friend of mine who you know he's not a avid wrestling person he you know he catches it when it's on and not he saw that it was on Saturday night and he was like I didn't even know it was two nights he watched Saturday night and thought that was it then then he was like they're talking about night two tomorrow night and he was confused <laughs> so it's I think it's cool for uh for Wrestle Kingdom to have their two nights that was their thing I you know. It was always their thing, Wrestle Kingdom. They had the two nights. I think WrestleMania, to keep that, uh, what's the, the 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 mantra of it? It needs to be one night. What else could have been a minute? 
this is the and, and that's another thing. We instead of putting on actual the match that we want to see, we put on a bunch of filler. If uh, if we want to be completely honest, a lot of uh, this WrestleMania, as good as it was, you know, and that's you know we can debate. That's another debate for another day whether this WrestleMania was good or not. Uh, it was a lot of filler. If you really think about it, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna heart back. You you brought up some points I kind of want to touch back on, right? So not everybody. Okay, I do agree that not everybody deserves to be on WrestleMania. I do agree to that, right? Because it's WrestleMania. It's meant to be for like the stars of the stars, right? Like the big big guys, right? This it's the night to show off. But what I don't like is also WrestleMania being eight hours long. Like I don't want to feel like I'm at a job to watch wrestling. <laughs> Right. So if we break it down to three and a half hours, like over two nights, that's six hours of wrestling, that's more tolerable than what would it be if it was we're watching sitting down watching eight hours of wrestling, like in one night. Like and I'm just I'm I only say that because like the before you know COVID, right? That WrestleMania, it felt like a job to watch everything. And yeah. like we weren't even doing a podcast, <laughs> but it just felt like a job. And I was like, I, I cannot engorge this much wrestling in one sitting and still think that I'm like, yeah, I'm really, really good. Cause I think, was it the one before maybe it was the COVID it was, there was like five hours worth of wrestling. And I was like, that's 10 hours and two nights. I was like, that's still long. Right. Yeah. That was 29. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we're looking back and I'm like, yo, like, Seeing broken down three and a half hours of wrestling, four hours, right, roughly, of wrestling, I'm okay with that if you break it over two nights, and I kind of like that aspect, and that's why I think that two nights should work. I do agree that there are some some matches that should be left off the card. Sorry, Kofi, like, I, you're, that one-minute, 30-second match, just, it was not necessary, right? Entrances were longer than the match actually went. Not okay with that. But... You know, uh, I think a lot of the matches, though, this year, though, were actually really solid. And Well, know, yeah, absolutely. I don't think, like, as far as the match matches itself, I don't, I'm not saying that they were any, they were bad. It's just, I feel like, for example, the Kofi match, that was a match could have been on SmackDown. Yep. That match could have been on SmackDown. Um, as even, and funny thing is, the, the, the women's tag match, as good as it was, that could have been on Raw. Yeah, that could have been that could have been the Monday night after Raw. A hot match you put on, on you know, it's just the, it's the Monday night after uh, uh, after WrestleMania. You need a fire match. Go have the women out there and go kill it. That match you could have put that on Raw. I had that open Raw. Well, at least it's funny though, not, because they're not open. I mean, I know Cody opened, but. You could have put that right after after Cody yeah. opened. That's the that's a banger hour right there out of your three hour show, and you won't have people. You probably wouldn't have people much complaining about the Monday no. night because you could do twenty minutes. You could do a twenty minute match with all four of those women, well, all eight of those women, and they would just tear it down. Or te- like, tear it down. Yeah, and I think I think like I agree to the aspect. I still like the spectacle of it being on WrestleMania because it, let's be real, man, it's WrestleMania. Like I agree. Yes, we could talk yes. about. We could talk about the Raw after Mania, which this Raw after Mania wasn't really that Raw, right? Because SmackDown ended up becoming what Raw is going to be. So SmackDown after WrestleMania is clearly the direction that WWE is going in now. I just think that 
with it being WrestleMania, and if we did it one night, like it's it's just a chore to watch six hours worth of wrestling. Then that's like, the thing. And then it, and then it, what you do? What is AW? Their previews are what normally four hours, correct? They yeah, start four and a half. Four and a, like, yeah, like four and a half. They like seven, eight o'clock, seven thirty ish, something like that. They start and they go. They normally go to eleven, sometimes twelve, depending on the show. But I can be honest, the, the, those the past four shows that AEW's put out, they've been that same along. It hasn't felt like a chore, right? And those show and those they, they have, and they've and they put on matches in those. There's not a lot of fluff in the, in in, in AEW's pay per views. And I don't want to, you know, like t- try to start comparing, you know, oh AEW pay per views and WrestleMania. I don't want to start doing that. But if they can do that in four and a half hours. I truly believe that WrestleMania can be four and a half hours and you can give me like WrestleMania in four and a half hours. I don't, let's be real. I don't need, especially after, I don't need the Hall of Fame thing to be 20 minutes every year. Right. And, and then on top, of the fact, on top of the fact that they do, they did it twice. <laughs> yeah. They that's what I had trouble with. It's like you put on like the seg- same segments twice, right? You didn't have to, right? Like, uh, I, I think when it comes down to like AEW, it's just AEW has like this good rhythm of like getting their matches kind of going. Whereas WWE, it, it, it is what it is. It's sports entertainment. That's what they call it. That's what it is. Like we're entertained by watching it. Where when we watch like AEW, we want to watch like these fantastic wrestling matches they can put on. But the problem though, also with AEW, is that by the time you get to that that main event match, the crowd is dead. That because is true. They've had all these excitements and they get they get these lows, you get these super highs. And the crowd live is dead. Meanwhile, like some people, are like we'll be watching at home. We're not in that same kind of environment, so we're still hyped for the main event. But you can feel that the crowd is just kind of just kind of worn out because they get taken on these huge roller coaster rides. Whereas at least in WWE, and I and I say this cautiously, is that it starts small. You get these small little ripples, right, and then it gets bigger, and then it starts crescendoing up, and you can get to a Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, knowing that. You know, that match is going to happen. And you have Stone Cold Steve Austin out there bumping for 13 minutes, which, by the way, let's, for not being away 19 years and the fact yeah, that yeah. it was 13 minutes worth of just a match, yo, bro, let's get it, right? But I think, I think at the end of the day, though, my biggest, my biggest issue is just that I don't want to sit in the stands. Like, personally, I don't want to, like, I don't care what stadium it is, whether it's Sophie, Dallas, or I'm in mile high or even if i'm a uh mnt right i don't want to sit in a stadium chair for five hours i, I just don't like i don't even want to like listen oriole tickets are mad cheap <laughs> and i can watch any team that comes to play them i don't want to be in that stadium for four hours watching baseball let alone watching something that i want to watch like wrestling i don't want to sit in the stadium and just wait my like, seats are uncomfortable as shit man like i'm just not trying to do it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fact. Stadium seats aren't aren't the best at all. <laughs> they aren't. They aren't I don't want to walk. I don't want to get up like I'm in in a in a thirty minute match bumping. <laughs> walk around like oh god, oh I can't walk right. <laughs> Let me put my hand on the front chair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just WrestleMania. It just it feels more 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 grandiosa when it's one night. It's just. It's yeah, WrestleMania, not WrestleMania night one, night two. It it, it just it's it just to me it's it, it feels like you're cheapening a little bit. You're cheapening WrestleMania a little bit by giving you know like hey, 
It's like it's like when uh what's it called? When they do the movies, like in the, those last franchise movies, they go ah, part one and then part two a year later. Like you could have just gave me the whole fucking movie. <laughs> no, first of all, let's be real. If the Infinity War movie came out with part one and two, you are not sitting through that's six hours of no, I'm sorry, seven hours. Seven the first hours. one was like three hours, and then it was like a four hour movie after that, it felt like so you ain't doing that. It was five hours, we we'll even call it five, five and a half hours, like two and a half and a three and a half hour movie. No, you're not doing that. <laughs> even if they broke it up and was like intermission, come back in 10 minutes. I'm not coming back. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> that's factual. That's factual. But yeah, I just that, that's my stance on WrestleMania. I just it's it's one night, you know, either you make it or you don't make it. Like, and then you give me matches that you've been building, like. You focus on your four, five, six matches, and boom, there's WrestleMania. Boom, no night two, none, none of that. Because then you start getting into the debate on whether who who really did main event WrestleMania or not. You know? Because, like, did Stone Cold and KO really main event WrestleMania? Or did it? Or was it Roman and Brock? Then you well, go, oh, no, no, they WrestleMania night one, night two. It's just, <laughs> there's the, that's when you start getting ostriches, and then you start making you know, complication. Nah, just leave it one night, be done with it. And Mr. Richard, uh, that silly ass jackass match, 100% needed to be in there because that shit was lit. <laughs> that was, listen, when it came to telling a story about a guy who clearly was outmatched and was just using everything under the sun to get the win over Sami Zayn and Sami carrying that match left, right, and center and bumping his ass off, no. I was like, I was all about that match. I was so grateful that Sami Zayn was a person put in that position, just like I was grateful to see KO in a position to face Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not fact. I, 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 as much as I hated all of Johnny Knoxville and Sami up till like the bell rang, I was like, not for it. I was like, uh, I get it. You know, got to get your celebrity appearances in. You know, <laughs> like I, I get it. WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania, but I I enjoy I, I enjoy the the ridiculousness of it because I was in the chat with you. I was like, this is ridiculous <laughs> in a good way and bad, but like it's it's entertaining. It really was like I know like a bunch of my friends who don't watch wrestling were all talking about that match, and that just tells you that. And these are guys who were fans of, like, the Attitude Era, watched a little bit of the Aggression Era, and then just kind of fell out of wrestling after that. But these were guys who went back. They just happened to be watching the Peacock Network, saw WrestleMania 1, check it out, and that was the match that they started with, which I was like, there's so many other matches you could have picked. But the fact you actually sat down and watched this one, I was like, I was okay with. They also watched uh, Pat McAfee and uh, Austin Theory, which, again, that match to me was Adam Cole in NXT. So it was very I thought it was a good match. I didn't really mind it, but I was like, uh. You know, they're all like, yeah, you see how great Pat McAfee did in there? Any NFL player could be better at this than wrestlers. I was like, mm. All righty. Mm, mm, yeah. Austin Theory did nothing in that match. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but nah, yeah. All right. Let's move on. Temp check. Temp check. So you don't know, for those of you who are not your avid uh, three-count uh, listeners, 
let me explain temp check temp check is me and cliff are going to give you our either our hottest and or coldest wrestlers going into this week i will start us off by uh having my coldest wrestler of the week sean spears <laughs> yep, has not changed. Sean Spears, coach wrestler of the week. Uh, hottest wrestler going into this week. Um, I gotta be honest. I think it's it's <laughs> it's crazy enough how I'm going against my tribal chief this time. Uh, but it's 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 Cody. I I think it's it, it's really it's it's either it's either a toss up between Cody and, and, and Roman. I think you can make a a, a case in point for both of those, but uh, just the uh, media attention that Cody has gotten all this week is uh, is very very prevalent on I think what they're trying to do with Cody, which uh, will lead into our next topic um, coming up. But I think yeah, I, I, Cody definitely. Um, is my uh, hottest wrestler of the week. And, of course, Sean Spears, coldest. Okay. So I'm going to give you my hottest wrestler from last week. Um, and that would be Allie Catch. Uh, she was everywhere. Just all her, like It seemed like there was like five wrestling shows going on last week uh, for WrestleMania week, and she was on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> She was everywhere. So big ups. And that's who I would say my hottest wrestler uh, last week was. Uh, hottest wrestler of this week. Listen, like, I think during the week, if this show would have came on a Thursday, I would 100% agree with you. Cody is that guy, right? Cody and, like, you could toss it between Cody and Roman because they were, like, they – they were just the main topic, right? And like you said, this main event, everything that was, it was just discussion boards about them. But then a certain match happened last night that people had been rumbling about for a long time. And I'm going to say that my hottest wrestler of the week is Wheeler Yuta. I just love that people are finally getting on getting on his bandwagon. I just wanted to say I was on his bandwagon before he got signed. <laughs> like, I just want to like the, the young indie talent that that AEW signed, whether it's Yuta, uh, Daniel Garcia, uh, Lee Moriari. I was I, I was I was on that bandwagon before they were signed. Just want to put it out there before they were in the AEW mobile game. I was a fan. <laughs> I was already fantasy booking them. <laughs> but nah, man, Willie Uta. That I I watched it once, and I said I'm gonna watch it again. I was gonna watch it before the show, but I didn't have time, so I'm gonna probably watch it once we get off because I enjoyed it. I really yeah. did. <laughs> such a great, such a great like moment for him, especially because last week winning winning the pure wrestling title in ROH, and then defending it here against John Moxley uh, in this match, and it was just it was just gold. Like yeah. it was just gold. That's that's definitely how you make stars is you have them just with your superstars and you just give them the rub and like yeah he lost the match man but did he really lose? No, nah, he, 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 he he no he he joined in in, in uh, the Blackpool Combat yeah. Club. He's official and he's just a monster now. So I love it. I loved it. Um, 
I will say my coldest wrestler of the week, though. Man, I'm a huge fan of his dad's, but uh, Dominic, man, <laughs> like we got to do something for you, bro, because you are ice cold. <laughs> and the funny thing is this: I uh, speaking of Dominic, I was you know if you have not already, make sure you uh, go cop your uh, WWE 2K. Oop, my thing almost fell. Uh, your 2K22. Uh, you, I was playing as him. <laughs> and he's actually dope to play with. <laughs> he's got cool combos. I was like, hey. And then it's just too bad this can't translate into real life. Right. <laughs> All righty. Here we go. Let's move to our second topic for today. Uh, like I said, it's mentioning Cody because we talked about Cody earlier. With Cody being in WWE, the question has come back up. Who is the one to beat Roman Reigns? Who is the one to finally give him his first L? Is Cody Rhodes the one to beat Roman Reigns? Go ahead, Cliff. No. <laughs> Just flat out. I know he's the, he's the hottest baby face right now in WWE. Give it two more weeks. It'll probably fizzle out. Um, yeah, I said it. Uh, and then, you know, people will go back to not liking him. Like, it's just the way it's going to work. Uh, I think I, I, I just can't see it being Cody. Um, and I was very adamant when we started this, right, and saying that Cody's going to be competing competitively for a mid-card title, whether it's the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title or tag titles. And I don't want to call it tag titles mid because that's not what I mean, but he's just not – they won't push him to be that person uh, leading the pack. So I think if I'm going to pick somebody who's going to take the title off of him, it's probably not going to, I don't know, to put it nicely, I think it could be, uh, it's going to be somebody that has a little bit more fire behind them. Um, And I just don't think that person is in, the main roster right now. So you think it's somebody from NXT? So you think somebody in the performance center? I don't even think it's someone in the performance center. So you think it's okay. So you think it's somebody from AEW? Somebody I else. think it's going to be, it's going to jump ship and take yeah, it. it. It's got to be like, can you really, can you really honestly tell me that like right now, right this moment, you think Cody Rhodes is a dude that's going to beat Roman? Yes. Let me hear your argument for such. All right. Method. So I'll look at look at it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So go back to uh, when we're talking temp check. The the media attention Cody's getting, right? And if you're not – Cody's been talking a lot about this redemption thing, and we all know the whole arc. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. I don't think they're paying Cody the amount of money they're paying Cody to be mid. I I just I don't think they're doing that. They don't like I really do believe that Cody Rhodes is the one to take the belt off Roman and here's why. Before Cody even was signed, the rumors were going around. People told they were telling Vince that if they want to bring Cody, they had to bring in the Cody Rhodes that who was just on AEW, bringing the same Cody, how he was there, all that. Okay, you get that Cody Rhodes, 
and you bring him over to WWE. You give him you give him a couple of programs to, to, to build him up so that the WWE audience can see what he can do for those who haven't seen him in a while, who don't watch AEW. He's the one to beat Roman. Who else is going to beat Roman? It's not going to be Volta. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, what's his, what's, I'm sorry. Gunther. Gunther. <laughs> Gunther. <laughs> not going to be Gunther. Is much like who? Who? It's, it's not gonna be Nakamura. Let's let's be real. It's not gonna be Nakamura. Who else on on on? Like, it's not gonna be Bobby. It's not going to be KO. It's not gonna be Seth. There is nobody. Roman's beating everybody. He'll probably hold the belt till SummerSlam. SummerSlam, Cody will probably win it. And I and I honestly, I do think what might happen is I think Cody's going to win Money in the Bank. I think that's the way they do it. Have Cody for the next couple months, because I think, what, Money in the Bank is in June? Uh, I, at least it used to be in June. <laughs> in, in Money Bank's in June. Help, let him do a couple of programs. Let him cash in on Roman. Boom, bada, bing, there he is. It's just Cody Rhodes is the only legitimate contender for that belt that looks like he can t- that he can take it. He's already beaten everybody. Like at this point, no one on that main roster can beat Roman. He's beaten Brock Lesnar. He beat Brock Lesnar clean. That's it. it it's just, this 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 Cody Rhodes is not Cody Rhodes of mid. Okay, this ain't the mid Cody Rhodes. All right. You see, yeah, and also forgetting he was mid in AEW because he chose to be. Yeah, <laughs> so he limited himself. He, yeah, so my not, thing, okay, my, my problem, himself, but it's not wrong. Here's the thing, and I mean, we already, we already know they, they hated him for making for limiting himself, and and they hated him for not limiting himself. Like he was going to get hit, he will be hated regardless. You're in power. You're in power. I mean, a person of power, you get hated. Why do you think we hate Kenny? Why do you think we hate the Bucks? Besides the normal reasons why we hate Kenny and the Bucks. <laughs> like, we hate them because what? They went off and decided to go <laughs> build their own wrestling thing, a wrestling company, and they had some billionaire, and they suckered him into doing it, and now look. <laughs> First of all, that's a very profitable show. Like, it is a very profitable show. It's a very profitable show. I think, not, oh, not, not discrediting, not, and, I, and I say that, by all means, not discrediting AEW and all the massive success that they have accomplished over the last couple of years, because we'll see you guys a in a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think okay. So here's my problem, right? So I okay. So I, I okay. I love the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, right? I'm so glad that he's there. But my problem though is that he kind of put himself in that in that basket of being in the mid range, right? And he beat Seth right at WrestleMania, right? They had a great and probably was what the probably one of the best matches of WrestleMania, right? And I was gonna say twenty one minutes worth of a match that was definitely great, and I loved it, right? But my problem with Cody is that, and I and I don't want to listen, man. Like between between now and and I'll even call it like three months, right? The crowd is going to turn on Cody just like they did at AEW. It's just going to happen. And the reason why is because Cody has this ability of cutting these fly-ass promos and talking about stuff. And then, like, all of a sudden he says, like, one or two thing, wrong things. 
and they're going to be like, that's it. There he is. That's the Cody Rhodes that we remember from AEW. And they're going to start turning on him. They're going to start booing him, and it's going to happen. And unfortunately, everybody's going to be like, well, why would you say that? Like, because that's what happened at AEW. Like, he was a face. He led He led the charge, right, against Jericho and the um, you know, uh, uh, the inner circle, right? And then, like, that whole thing fell apart. And then he was working all those matches. He did that promo against Anthony Ogogo, and the crowd turned. Like, and if you think that it's not going to happen again, because WWE will put him against somebody that will be, like, that dude, right? Let's, I could even... Cody Rhodes against like Edge or against uh, AJ Styles or shit uh, could put him against Rey Mysterio, right? The crowd's gonna flip, and they're just not gonna like him. And this will be all before SummerSlam, and we're all gonna be like, "But I thought we all loved Cody." Oh, I, no, the, the Anthony Gogo thing—the promo was out of touch. That was just—it was just out of touch. <laughs> they backed themselves into a corner when he tried to make it. When he when he tried to make it. Pull it. When he when he didn't try, when he tried not to, but made it political. <laughs> when 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 they when he brought in when he brought about how he was British, uh, Anthony was was British, and the American thing, and then not uh, on, not on top of the fact that Anthony was a black British man, so it doesn't so it's, uh, he, he backed himself into a, a a corner with that promo point blank, and, and uh, he tried to talk about how his daughter was his daughter, yes, epitome of American culture and yes he tried to yeah he tried to give give me the american promo but it's not the 80s not everybody's all patriotic anymore <laughs> let's just keep it you know and unfortunately that's sad i'll say it that way it's just <clears throat> it yeah. just he backed himself into that so the anthony goes thing and, and they turned on him because he he did it to himself i just i highly doubt that WWE's gonna let him cut that same promo well that same type of promo so he's know. not going to get back into that corner. I, I just think we need to get over the fact that Cody was made in AEW because uh, number one, he chose that. That was his choice. Uh, and we need to, you know, see him for what he is. He's a star. Cody Rhodes is a superstar. Excuse me. He he's like let's reality show, game shows, appearances. He left out out the wazoo. He's a superstar. Whether we want to believe, you know, whether we like it or not, he is. He had he he is marketable. Which, by the way, the reality show not a thing anymore. The go big home, the go big show, not even he's not even in that position anymore. Nah, Took him off both those shows. Well, I mean, well, yeah, well, duh. I mean, that duh. I mean, that's that, that. We knew that was gonna happen. We 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 said it from jump. We said it when he left. And yeah. I, I know for a fact we won't. We, I was sitting in this chair. <laughs> We said it from that, that, like, more than likely those wouldn't be there anymore because it was a TNT thing. We knew that, though. And I think he knew that. And it comes out, and it, it's like, there's not, and it's not like to say that WWE can't get him this another reality show. They, I mean, it won't well, be rose to the top. <laughs> you're right. It won't be rose to the top. It'd be like, it'd be like uh, Crossroads. Cody. Yeah, Crossroads. <laughs> I like that. Crossroads. <laughs> That's the documentary. That's that's they see that's that's the WWE 24 special right there. He's probably the next guest on, on Steve Austin's uh <laughs> show. Yeah, and they're gonna sit there and talk about AEW and like all the stuff that happened and blah 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 blah. It's weird how Stone Cold is quickly becoming like the Chris Jericho 
the Talk is Jericho podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's fact. Yeah, yeah. We want that to be our show. Come on our show and talk like that. Please. <laughs> yeah, we welcome everybody. <laughs> but no, Cody, yeah, I, I Cody's the one. Like it's as, as of today, now, granted, like I said, my age could change based on who they decide to push and all that stuff right now. But if I'm looking, if I if if I'm in the booking chair and I'm going, all right, I need to I need to figure out what am I who's taking the belt off of Roman and when. If I'm looking to say, all right, that's having to be undisputed champion, let them hold it till SummerSlam or hell, let them hold it till Survivor Series at least. You know, Survivor Series. Let's okay, cool. I'm looking at my roster. I'm looking like, uh, uh, uh. All right, I got a star in Cody. I know I have a star, and I know that the, the people who want, that's what the people want in, in, you know, in the back of their minds, they're like, oh, we want Cody to win the belt for the big one, and you know, oh, da, 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 I can do it for my dad. It's, it's everyone loves a, a, a good comeback story. It's just so boom, I got Cody. I'm gonna book Cody to not only in these different programs, you know, get himself over. I mean, he's already over, as we saw, not only at WrestleMania, but on Raw. Get him some wins under his belt. Have him go in and money in the bank. Win the money in the bank. Hold a briefcase. And he cash in that Survivor Series when they're doing SmackDown versus Raw. Boom. Oh, my goodness. Cody is your new undisputed champion. I just... And then I can set up because I think WWE has so many heels anyway. <laughs> Not a lot of baby faces, so there's a lot, there's a lot of couple of heels that he can run through as champion. But I, it's Cody. It's and if, and if it's not, I think it's a letdown. If it's not, you know, if it's anybody on the roster now, it's a letdown. That's that's number one. It's a letdown. It, it it's just gonna it's gonna diminish Roman's. Roman's reign, huh. Roman's reign as <laughs> as champion. If it's not Cody, I just I don't. because he's been, he he beat everybody. He beat Goldberg, right? Didn't he beat Goldberg? Yeah. Didn't he beat Cena? Yeah, he didn't beat he beat, Cena. Didn't he beat KO? Didn't he beat Finn? He beat the Demon. He beat the Demon. That's even that's even that's even better. He beat the that's Demon. Playing. He beat the Demon. Due to a fluke. He, he beat Braun. He beat The Fiend. He beat... He beat everybody. <laughs> He's beating everybody. <laughs> He's beating Brock. And if you never tell me that the person that takes the belt off of Roman, right, is not somebody who I think that could go, at least go give Brock something, a money, you know, a run for his money, then it's less than. Because let's be honest, if we look at the, out of all the all those faces, if we, if if they can't beat Brock, if they don't stand a chance against Brock, that makes Roman look weak. Yeah, I just think that the person that that's like makes- saying that's like Cesaro, like like Cesaro, he beat Cesaro. <laughs> There's another one, like it's just let's just say that's like saying like Tyson Kidd, and you know, this is an example. Let's say Tyson Kidd beat Roman for the belt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and here's my here's my thing. That's though. what it is. If you feel like that's how it feels like, you know, with all the if you put anybody on the main roster and now, oh, he beat Roman for the belt. Ew, what? You get that little because like you look at all the names. 
If it ain't if it ain't Dwayne the Rock Johnson, okay, <laughs> then it's got to be Cody. No, I think the person that is going to be the person that dethrones Roman is John Moxley. What? Yeah, so Moxley has his opt. He's in his opt out year, so he's in his final year, and seeing how his contract ends in March of next year at WrestleMania is not till April first. You have plenty of time to back out and then just start in January, start building it up, like between him and, and Moxley. I don't think it's I don't think it's Cody. I just don't. <laughs> like I can't I can't lean on it and just be like, yeah, it's Cody. You know, uh, Rodney said uh, he thinks it's uh, Drew. Like and he's already beaten so Drew. The funny thing is this: I thought it was Drew. Then they didn't do. Then they didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I thought it would have been Drew, but. I now looking at it, especially with them doing with Nakamura first, Drew's not gonna take it either. Drew probably be Drew will probably it will probably look and feel and smell and taste like Drew is gonna be the one. But Drew's gonna fail. That's and the now only that one, one person the, has that is the only one person that I, I will let I'll let somebody give me a good argument and be like, mm, I can see it. I can see it. I will, you know what? If I, can't get, if I can't get John Moxley as my pick, I'll take Randy Orton. Oh my! I don't goodness. think he's beating Randy. He has to face him, and we we both agreed on this very program that the last two years has been the best Randy Orton that we've seen. That's true. Yeah. And if you don't think that we can't build him, like even if he turns heel, we get heel Randy Orton. Against Roman, right? Because Roman's not really heel. He's not really a face. He's just he's our tribal chief. He's but, on God mode. <laughs> he's on, yeah, God mode. So anyway, if he if he turns on Riddle, right, and beats Riddle, and then turns around and beats Drew, now you're looking at a guy that possibly is building up to take on Roman, especially if he beats Cody. Now you're looking at that guy. Like I think Randy could be the dude that you build up, and then Rand, and then then Cody takes it from Randy, and it all comes full circle. Whatever, but he's not the one to take out <laughs> Roman. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, bro. It. it uh, I'm not. Randy said he got like ten more years in him, so <laughs> I know it, it has to be healing. Has to be believable. Also, Cody can't be the one unless it's a bullshit win. That did, oh, come on now. Well, we just said Randy wins it and then Cody uh, cashes in. It's Cody, bro. It's Cody. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's just... <sighs> I have I you know I have the I have this love hate relationship with Randy Orton. I was like <laughs> when he's not motivated, I can tell and I he can go piss off and I don't like him. Right. <laughs> when he's motivated, he puts on the best stuff. And that's when I'm like, yeah, Randy Orton, you know, goat tier. That's the goat. I feel like it's one of those times it's like it's gonna come a time where Randy's not interested. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell he's not interested, and I'm just gonna be like. Here we go. Same old Randy. Same old here we go. Clothesline. Clothesline. Power slam. 
It's the same. Like, ah. That's how I was feeling with Randy till until yeah, uh, Edge came back. <laughs> I mean, I I still felt like he put on like great matches with like Edge, and then he just kind of went back to his own regular. Well, yeah, self. once he went back, his the stuff with Drew wasn't good. It was it was cool having as champion, but like the stuff with Drew wasn't good. It wasn't until Riddle he's been really entertaining. That was in, in the hey, fiend. The when fiend RK stuff, bro, the fiend when, stuff wasn't bad. It wasn't it bad. Got, it wasn't bad. It just they dragged it on too yeah. long. I think when Riddle when it when and you guys all laughed at me and I remember because we'll pull back footage from <laughs> previous, but I said I was like RK Bros is gonna be one of the best things. We're gonna talk about it for a long time, and everybody's like, nah, man, that thing is trash. And yo, also here we all are. RK Bros <laughs> is so good. Yeah, no, that I yes, I I, I can I, I'm not afraid to admit that I was. I was I was I was a naysayer. I was like, this is only gonna last a cut like a month and a half. This won't last till Mania. <laughs> you know what's funny though is that this is like, and I'll say like this, right? And I don't want to be like that dude, but this is the second gimmick that I was able to get behind and like really believe in it. And then everybody else came around to it too. So like the first one was when Bray Wyatt came back and he was like the Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt, and I was telling I was like, dude. This is going to be gold. And I remember Anthony, right? It was like, no, nah, it's stupid. I hate it. It's just so dumb. And then the next week, it was like, nah, Cliff, this is stupid. I don't like it. It doesn't make any sense. It's just going to be terrible. And then the moment that The Fiend showed up, dude, this is the best thing I've ever seen, man. And I, I really that. like I it. That. It was like, whatever, man. I remember that. And I, 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 wasn't a, I wasn't a detract of it. I just wasn't. I just wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it, so I couldn't say it was. It was. This it sucked. I thought it was, it was a cool performance. I was like, oh, but and then he showed up to Survivor Series and just destroyed Finn Balor. It was like, yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> uh, we got a comment in here too. Roman is a spot, spot, spot. Finish, finish, finish. Cody is more technical. Man, I'm telling you right now. Roman can be technical if he wants to be. Yeah, and then Cody is Cody can get and, and Cody can get spot, 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 finish, finish. Like that's not to get all those matches in AEW where there was some type of shenanigans or foolishness in every big time match he had. <laughs> Are we not gonna talk about the ladder match with Sammy Guevara before he left? <laughs> like spot do you guys do you guys remember how that match ended? No, probably not. Sammy grabbing the title, uh, grabbing the title. But y'all gonna be like, remember when Sammy jumped off and hit the cutter from the ladder? Yeah, <laughs> spot. <laughs> remember the crossroads? The crossroads off the top. Remember when he went through the table? <laughs> spot, 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 spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on from match of the week. All right, so we, we're doing things different. Different. Normally, we start off a match of the week, but this time we put it in right here in the middle. So, match of the week, we're gonna give you what we feel is though our best match of the week. It could be any any match from any promotion. Yes, those are always Brock and Roman matches. Our spot, spot, spot finish. Um. <laughs> so yeah, match of the week. I'll start off first this time. Uh, my match of the week, uh, <laughs> it goes to the Young Bucks and FTR. Um, I y'all know I'm a sucker for tag matches. Uh, it's 
if you put on a good tag match, I think any good tag match is better than your better than any good one on one match. That's just me. <laughs> I'm a tag team uh, guy, so yeah, definitely Young Bucks FTR too. Uh, I mean, why why not FTR? Needs to be we need to be, when we talk about one of the, the best tag team in the world, we need to start putting FTR in that conversation. Yes, all power go to the Usos. I mean, hey, give you can say what you want about the Young Bucks. I wouldn't put them up there, but hey, everyone else does. But you need to put FTR in that conversation instead of it being the Usos and F and uh, Young Bucks. It needs to be the Usos and FTR as the as one of the best tag teams on the planet. That's who we need to be talking about. And the Briscoes, I that we need to be talking about those four teams, yeah. and stop leaving the other two out. All right, and that's just, I'm sorry, I had to get that off because yeah. that was almost our topic for the week was was does, is FTR the best team on the planet? Because the past two weeks, uh, what? Anyone, what do you want? What do you want to say? The Briscoes are? I am going to say the Briscoes. Oh my god. Come on, man! Like, first of all, like they, I'm the Black Briscoe. I'm on the I'm the Black Briscoes, okay? And, and I even I'm saying they're not the best tag team on the planet. I listen. O'Shea, listen. O'Shea Edwards said to me and Prince Machiavelli that we're like the Black Briscoes. <laughs> that is the most craziest and most like humbling comment I could have ever received. But. Even I'm not saying the Briscoes are the best tag team on the planet. Are they top five? Yes, absolutely top five. Top yes. Three at least. I'm not putting them in the top three. Who is the who is who is putting you? Who are you putting over them? Oh no, I'm gonna say like I'll I'll listen. Who, 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 who I can I can ruffle up them? your feathers. I could ruffle up your feathers and just watch you get irate. But real talk, if I wasn't if I was putting like a three out there, and I don't want to put them in any order, right? But Usos, FTR, and the Briscoes. Hands down. But who are you – okay, who are you putting the, – the, the two underneath? Who are the two teams, the top five? Who are you putting underneath those, uh, underneath them then? Oh, the Bucks. Okay, I, I'll give you that. And the New Day. Get the fuck out of here. You're not putting the New Day no, – I'm all right, go, go, go give your match of the week. I'm not – You're getting – you're, you're wilding. You're right. not putting – you're putting – you're putting the New Day as fifth and, and out of the – out of the – the Bucks, I would put the Bucks fifth, put the Briscoes four, then put New Day, then Usos, then I'd put FTR. Listen, I I'm I'm be honest, like the Briscoes I, over the New Day. Yeah, out of out of the different out of all three of the different comments, get out of here, get out, Cliff, get out. No, because right now one of them is not even wrestling oh. anymore. Let's be real. Still, even hey, it's let not. Me, you know what? Let they me. still even Kofi and Xavier are a solid team. But you're talking about over. Okay, yeah, over okay. the so Briscoes. Yes, I would right. put. I'd put my match of the week money from last week. New day over the Briscoes. I'd put my unborn child. That's not even born. That's not even created yet. I put that one. <laughs> On and you know what? That's why wrestling is subjective. Briscoes. That's why wrestling is subjective. I hey look, I love teams that just smash mouth in your face tag team wrestling. That's the kind of tag team wrestling I like. Hey, and I didn't take him out of my top three. But I will say that I did have the Briscoes. So get out of here with that. So anyway, uh, let me talk about last week's uh, match of the week, right? 
because it's definitely important that we talk about this one, right? So if you guys did not go check this match out, go check this out. Also, because shout-outs, maybe one of our friends was involved in this match. But Michael Oku, uh, Keita Charlie Bravo, PB Smooth, uh, Keita Murray, Jay Diaz, and Andino from For the Culture, we uh, we definitely got to throw <laughs> our flowers. Andino! <laughs> beat! We got to throw, throw our flowers to him. So... Hey, uh, this week's though match of the week. Andy, you know, making a three yeah. count podcast match of the week. That's what I'm saying. And so for this week though, as much as my, you know, my my tag team partner here is a big tag team wrestling fan, I am a singles competitor myself. So I'm just gonna throw it out there. I already gave him his flowers, but I'm gonna give the match the flowers. Uh, Wheeler Yuta versus John Moxley, like on Rampage. Like so that match did for me. So is that not your top list? Of your power rankings? That would be my top. Oh, list. right, right. We, because we have the we don't have the power league. rankings for this right, week, but we, we do have, have WrestleMania weeks. Yeah, WrestleMania. Right, 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 right. I'm tripping that you off the Briscoes. I'm tripping off that. I just I gotta calm down because you <laughs> listen. You like threw, okay, you threw me through a loop on that one. You said yeah, Brisco- but you know what? Let okay, we'll keep Over it. We'll keep it above fifty. The Briscoes have been around in ROH since pretty much ROH started, and they held down that whole entire company when things were going crazy for them. And as much as I love the New Day, they don't have the longevity that they don't. Now they had the impact. I'll be I'll be honest. If I was to be like teams with the biggest impact, I think the New Day has had a bigger impact than the Briscoes. But when I look over overall, I'm like, yo, the Briscoes have been everywhere, and they've done it on their own. They didn't have a machine pushing them. It was just them, just like FTR was just them. And then they became the revival. Obviously, the machine pushed them. But then when they left, they were like, we're still just as big a star as what we were in WWE, that we're out of it. And they've shown that. So that's why I was like, yo, that's the other team. But they still make this impact. And watching their match, their match at WrestleMania week, which, spoiler for those who don't know, is on my, you know, the Multiverse of Madness. That match is on there. Because it was just so good. Topic three. <laughs> uh, we're talking about ROH, speaking of the Briscoes, even though my, my good friend Cliff is uh, on some type of hard narcotics to be putting the Briscoes over the New Day. Um, but uh, ROH, uh, we know AEW, Tony Khan, Mr. Tony Khan, can't, I gotta stop saying AEW, Mr. Tony Khan, uh, purchase ROH. Um, ROH had a show. They are super caught of honor. Uh, flat, last last Friday, not last Friday, but the Friday previous to last Friday. That's a mouthful. Um, and uh, we saw new champions crowned. Uh, some of those champions are signed AEW talents. Um, Willie Uta being one of them. Uh, FTR. Um. So the question is, should Tony Khan keep the ROH and AEW rosters separate? What do you think, Cliff? Um, I mean, with that, with the occasional ROH kind of getting the rub on AEW, like if uh, Jonathan Gresham came on AEW to defend the ROH title, I think it's very important because you want to keep that title kind of relevant and keep that title of an upper, upper, upper echelon. I think you have them come back every once in a while to defend it. But for the predominant part, yeah, I think you have two different rosters. I just don't think that you should be mixing them all in together and just having the title belts kind of like mix and mash 
So definitely think that you should just be able to this title is on that show and it stays on that show. Cause right now, like especially when Kenny like when Kenny was on the show, right? At one time he had the impact title, he had the AEW heavyweight title, and then he had the triple A title. You know, and it's like, Yo. Don't forget the TNA belt. And the TNA belt. <laughs> but he had all those titles, right? And he's walking around with them. And then like he's like, I'm gonna defend the the impact title on Rampage against Christian Cage, and I'm gonna defend Oh, I don't have a title. Oh, wait a minute. I have the AAA title. I'll defend that title, right? So we're still getting kind of a rub, kind of like shine, like, hey, your your title's being defended on our show in front of a like bigger American audience. Cool. But I think for right now, I think ROH definitely has to have its own show, its own roster. And then every once in a while, you can have them like come up and like defend the title on their show. Uh, yeah, I I have to agree with you. Um, that I was the same thing, uh, same way. Uh, I feel like if you want ROH to continue to be ROH and to keep its uh its identity you have to you gotta you gotta have your roster of ROH people and you keep them separate uh their champions yes absolutely have them come on the show on AEW defend the belt their the belts on there just like they did like FCR did they defended the ROH tag titles just like uh um um Suzuki's about to do next week against um Joe, which is about to be completely insane. <laughs> oh my gosh, Suzuki <laughs> and Samoa Joe. Um, that's just a crazy sentence, just in itself <laughs> for the ROH TV title. That sentence alone is crazy, but I think you you do those, like you said, it gives the rub to the title, and you know, whoever is holding the title, um, gets them on TV. A bigger on a, and a bigger audience on uh, Turner uh, Broadcasting. I you, you have those title shots, um, but you, I, you keep them separate because if not, ROH is just going to start to look like NXT on the network before the hype. Yeah, before how about the NXT before the takeovers, and it's just the feeding system for them to. Just boom, move on up, and then hey, all right, cool. We're gonna bump you up to AEW instead of Ring of Honor being its own thing. Um, so yeah, I I agree with you. Keep it separate. I mean, that's what you have. That's what you have. Uh, AEW Dark Elevation, AEW Dark. You have Rampage, and you have Dynamite. That's that's the system, right? That's the way you build up. I mean, that's what Tony Khan has said. So that's the way I would think that you need to keep it pushing right so that's why I, I lean with you on that i'm just like it's this it, it should be two different rosters and you know every once in a while you can kind of mix them up you know just to kind of be like hey like this championship's being defended on the show because you know they want to give like the bigger spotlight to keep people watching but mm-hmm. yeah i think for the most part we need to stay the course keep two different rosters and don't do the smackdown draft oh my gosh never just keep it. <laughs> and let's not do an invasion. Yeah, let's not do an invasion. <laughs> let's like let's not. I I mean Impact already beat you to it. <laughs> Facts. Impact beat you to it. They're doing an ROH invasion, so and it's honor, honor no more. I love honor it. More. I, I like I like it too. It's it's they're not trying to do the invasion. You know. Which is why I think I like it because they're trying so hard not to do <laughs> to make it different and everything, and they're trying so hard. 
and you can tell. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, definitely the invasion, but they're definitely yeah. You can tell. You can tell. Yeah, it's the invasion. It's the invasion. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's what it is. They can they can try to change up all the different things they want to do. It's the invasion. All right, it's time for the greatest segment. It's time for the best segment. It's time for the Red Dogs Power Ranking. Curated by the Red Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, all right. So we don't have the power rankings for this week. And the reason why is because I'm going to be real. I needed a break after WrestleMania because <laughs> um, for you guys who don't know, if you guys watch the TikTok page, you guys would see like I just kept bringing content after content after content on there. And I think it was like, I think at one point I covered 23 different wrestling events that had happened between Raw to the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a lot of events, a lot of wrestling to watch, a lot of time just staring at the screen, hoping that I was going to get it. So for uh, the first year that we did this, uh, the Power Rankings, uh, WrestleMania, we did 20 matches. Last year, we did 20 matches. And here we are with the third annual WrestleMania Top 20 Matches of the Week. And what we did is we went through and watched a bunch of different wrestling shows, and we kind of our list together so we're going to start off uh if you guys want to know how i rank these matches it was by moments i'll be 100 with everybody so let's talk about number 20 when it was ninja mac versus yoye at a blood sport can we be honest that 540 kick right at the end of the match uh i was just that that was my moment all right so let's get into number 19 it was stream Team Gringo versus Team Laredo at World of Lucha. Jumping into number 18. I actually enjoyed this match a lot. If you guys didn't get a chance to go check it out. It will be Jody Threat versus La Rosa Negra on Bangers Only. So if you guys go check that out. Uh, We're moving into number 17. I think this is like the first of the main event shows that we normally cover. Uh, But it was the Young Bucks versus Top Flight at Rampage. So... Big ups to that match. Let's jump into number 16. Somebody said that this was a bad match. I didn't. I disagree. Uh, but it was Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania night two. So, Cinema 16. So, number 15. It was Jordan Blade versus Kid Bandit versus Rico Gonzalez versus Shea Purse versus Killing McMurphy versus Silvio Milano at Effie's Big Gay Brunch. I just had a lot of fun. Not to mention that, you know, Kelly McMurphy and Jordan Blade have both been on our show. <laughs> uh, let's talk about number 14. This is, a, this is a, a hard-hitting match. I definitely enjoyed this a lot. So it was John Mosley versus AJ Gray at Joey Janela's Spring Break Part 1. Uh, let's go into number 13. It was Jack Cartwheel versus Alec Price at J- JCW versus LA Fight. Loved it. Uh, number 12. This is a, another match. This is a dream match for me. And I'm just very grateful that I got to witness it. Uh, Bullet Club versus Motor City Machine Guns on Impact. So if you guys haven't checked that out, go check out that match. It was great. So moving to number 11. It was Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker at NXT Stand and Deliver. So very fun. 
Number 10, this is probably low-key. This is probably my favorite match of the week uh, for many reasons. But it was Mickey James versus Ali Catch at Joey Janela's Screen Break Part 1. I was like, uh, yeah, just a good all-around match. Let's jump into number 9. This was RK Bros versus Alpha Academy versus Street Profits, WrestleMania Night 2. Talking about number 8. Uh... Yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm just, you know what? It was Shane Taylor Promotions versus Hitmakers at For the Culture. So go watch that match. <laughs> Let's talk about number seven. It is Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania Night One. I didn't like that match. That's also why it's not ranked very high in this match. I mean, it is ranked high, but it's not ranked as high as what probably others would want it to be. But. I thought the match was good, and I thought it was funny that Ronda got ended by a head kick again. So, <laughs> Let's talk about number six. It is FTR versus the Briscoes at Impact's Wrestling Multiverse of Matches. So, so what would number five be? So let's start us off with the number five match. It was Thunder Rosa versus Trish Adora at Bangers Only. So, much, much love to that one. Uh, number four, it was Edge versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania night two. Number three, uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania night two. Now, I know it ended with, like, like a flat ending. Also because, like, Roman may or may not have got hurt in that match. But I thought the match all around was just a lot of fun to watch. And I, I was heavily invested and involved. Number two, this would be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania night one. Like, I came in front. I was wrapped into the story, head to toe. And number one, it would be Cody Rhodes versus <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania night one. Mid, mid, right? Mid, right? Mid, right? Mid, mid. But, I have to be in the top 20 power ranking. The the one the one time of the year we do this, the only time of the year we do this, but we do 20 matches, and the guy who you claim is mid, top that list. Yeah. But he can't but he can't take the bet off Roman. Okay. No, he can't. All right. You know what? How many times did we talk about Cody being number one in the power rankings when he was at AEW? A lot. I mean, he yeah. was number one on the list a lot. Yes, he was. <laughs> I don't, I never said he doesn't put on banger matches. I'm just saying that to me, he's always been in like that mid realm. And when you talk about the EVPs, you don't mention Cody first. It's always Kenny, the Bucks, and then Cody. And when he was at, when he was in the elite, Kenny, the Bucks, and Cody. When he was in ROH, it was Kenny. <laughs> The Bucks and Cody. Cody was always the third guy, like the third name you would say. When he was in Legacy, it was Randy, Cody, and Ted because Ted DiBiase Jr. Saying, yeah. wasn't that guy. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, for those of you who have made it this far, for my PlayStation friends, you get a trophy. 
For my Xbox friends, you get the achievement. You have finished this episode of the Three Count Podcast because, as I always say, trying to get through this show sometimes can be a doozy. But we thank you for sticking with us this long and this far. Uh, make sure before we go, you make sure if you've not done so, you follow us on all of our social media uh, platforms, okay? They're right there. Definitely follow us all right there on, on TikTok. Follow us right there on Instagram. Well, that's my name. The dawn, but below that, I'm trying to get it. Yeah, over there, my yeah, there you go, clip there. Three count pod Instagram, <laughs> then on Twitter, three count underscore pod Facebook, three count podcast. Give us a like, all right. Um, uh, on our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, like our videos, share our videos, subscribe, hit that bell button, okay, so you always get a notification when the video drops because we got interviews coming up and they drop every other week, okay. I every, I mean every other day. It's, yeah, <laughs> Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, I don't know why I said every other week, but like the interviews, they, they they they're there. We drop them, so make sure you get that bell button on so you know when we drop it. Also, for our podcast listeners, make sure you give us a five star frog splash review on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, all that in between. Buy a shirt, and uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you for uh, listening to this awesome edition of the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. I'm your boy, your nephew, your cousin, the Don Chaz Evans here with my best friend. Oh, there we go, that way. He is the Red Dog of Red Dogs. He's the man that runs the show. Cliff, Red Dog Miller. Be there next week for the next episode of the Debate Show. Just, just be there. No more be there, be squared, be there, be some. Just be there. Just tune in, all right? 5.30. Eastern ten Standard Time on this, whatever channel you're watching it on, and be there, okay? I'll see you. And you too. Oh, yeah, and you. Don't hide. <laughs>